What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Bendejada. What is up, you guys? I know, I know, I know. Los van a regañar. We took a week off. Sorry, didn't mean to, but the reason why we had to take a week off is because as many of you guys could already see, Daddy got his nose done. I got my nose done finally. How I feel like doing? I had, I never thought I was going to be able to say that, like, I got my nose done. Like, sometimes, ni, ni se me topa la mente that I actually did it, dude. Like, I am so shook it to the max that I finally accomplished one of my goals that I have always had in my life. Like, it's so surreal sometimes because you guys have seen me deal with so much and you guys have seen me deal with my nose so much and I, how much I've complained about it, all of this. And to be here with a side profile like this, like, yeah, that's, that's iconic. That is really iconic. I'm so proud of you and so happy for you because literally yeah. you literally went through a whole mental toll throughout that whole week that it was just a roller coaster of emotions, let's not say. I don't know if you've already talked about it in um, your one of your videos already. I mentioned it, how your recovery went, but... Well, I went ahead and uploaded a YouTube video already about my recovery. So go ahead and watch it down mm -hmm. below right now. As you guys can see, Irma's not updated because no. I just <laughs> uploaded that not too long ago. But you guys, my recovery has actually been so great no pain all it just really was it was just uncomfortable like kind of think about it like if you had like let's say somebody hit you on the arm and you were bruised and you would just touch it like that's the it type just, of raising that it is it's like soreness vibes yeah. a little pressure but nothing like crazy well, no I, I feel like the only thing that was crazy about it was the congestion but i'm a smoker babe ah. so i'm already used to that like i already had the congestion like two yeah. weeks ago it ah. really is that and you're not a mouth breather so that was also very hard for you that was a huge thing i'm a mouth breather i'm very rocada you know but <laughs> very easy for me but for him it was so difficult i felt so bad because like even when you would try to make like conversation it was hard for you to try to even like take that gas with breath so we were even thinking about oh we could possibly film an episode during his recovery but knowing how he was suffering ah, not the no, suffering. no not only that i just couldn't talk yeah and catch my breath at the same time like exactly. when we're talking we're breathing for my nose like yeah. of course you know <laughs> so it was just a little difficult to film the podcast while i was doing it and then not only that we had thought that irma was gonna get her balloon out yeah but if many of you guys don't know, I was supposed to get my balloon out. When was it? The 18th of January. It has been two weeks now. And I am officially, finally, getting my balloon removed the 1st of February. So literally in two days. I actually started my liquids today. So she's she's a little... <sighs> That's all I'm going to say. But... Overall, I'm very excited. I was just very annoyed at the fact that I was just so ready to get it out already immediately on the 18th of January. And for them to call me 20 minutes before like I arrived to my appointment due to a family emergency, uh. just, I don't know. I was just so like, what the fuck, man? Like I literally was on a three day liquid diet when I was literally already ready to get this balloon out. And then when they call you 20 minutes before and they're like, oh wait, no. 
girl like now nah, dude no, that must that be just so, doesn't make sense yeah and i would have been so frustrated just kind of seeing you that you didn't eat for a couple of days and yeah. then you were like my balloons are taking i was like what the fuck then yeah. what the fuck did i do dude at least you lost the weight i will say that at least i did lose some weight but the thing that even like i was just so mad at that point not mad well yeah i was mad i'm not gonna lie i was upset the fact that it was canceled 20 minutes before because one i was hangry two i was already over the balloon and i just wanted to get it out of me already and then three like i was so mad that i didn't even eat breakfast like i literally did not care if i ate anything in that morning like i was hungry as fuck yes but that was the last thing on my fucking mind like that's how pissed i was so i mean i guess it was understandable of how mad i was but I don't know. Just saying. Uh, I don't know. Saying. She's ready for that balloon to I be really taken am. out. So the 1st of February, the official date, I'm finally going to get it out. Finally. And I'm not saying it in the sense of like, oh my God, yes. Voy a poder hacer lo que sea. I was been able to do whatever, but it's just like knowing that I have something in me a little longer than what you're anticipated to have me da ansiedad like i just want this out of me because it's causing me to get anxious and i just have to be more cautious because i will say i've been feeling like i want to say it's bad but like little slight sharp pains you know and i've just been getting more nauseous more you know occasionally so it was just i just know it's time <laughs> let's just say that but let's go ahead and talk about something super interesting that i can't wait to bring up in this topic because i'm such a fucking cheese mother <laughs> now i don't really like to talk about influencer drama because like girl there's too much of it like it's i don't always... know the latino community is very much filled with cheese muscles out there but the yeah. one thing that i can talk about that's actually a little bit relevant that a lot more people will know i will say will be the nikki and megan model fucking drama yes. so before we get started with this drama comment down below if you're team nikki team megan who are you who are you We're are gonna... you <laughs> Or are you? Ah, bitch, that was good. I wasn't even thinking about what do you do for Megan? Ah, no, that was. Oh, yeah, yeah that is Megan. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But no, honestly, I personally was not much into the feud because también I get scared with these feuds, especially with major, like, huge fan bases, especially with the bars. I'm not like, y'all are fucking crazy down ass bitches so when it came to the whole drama when it came down like i heard a lot of i saw a lot of you know nikki floppy the barbs literally not agreeing to the diss track that nikki came out with and then with megan's track like it was just a whole confusion so let's give you guys a little rundown if you guys don't know what the fuck actually happened well uh, megan came out with a song called hiss and if you guys don't know hiss is a sound that a snake makes before it attacks. So this was her warning sign, bitch. This was a warning to all you bitches mm -hmm. to stop talking about her. She mm -hmm. kind of very made it very motherfucking clear. Like, I am on my own path and I am gonna attack everyone that attacked me. Period. And that's exactly what she did. Yeah. And I feel like the she talked about everyone in this diss track, okay? And one thing that stuck out... <laughs> was definitely her calling out Nicki Minaj's man. Now, if you guys don't know, he's a registered sex offender. But how he called her out, supposedly, is she said in the lyrics, Megan's Law. So that's the reason why Nicki was like, you talking about my man? What the fuck? Because Megan's Law is pretty much like a... You know, to write, it's... 
Let me let me double check. Let me double check because I don't want to. I don't want to give you guys misinformation. Megan's law is named by a federal law in the United States required law enforcement authorities to make information available to the public regarding registered sex offenders. Laws were created in response to the murder of Megan Kanaka. So that's the reason Nikki felt very attacked. Go on. And um, right when Nikki got it, felt attacked, she went on live. And she went on Twitter and went crazy berserk. If you guys don't know the clip that I'm talking about, we're going to put the clip up here. And lying on your dead mother, on your dead mama, on your dead, you know, lied on a dead mama, lied on a dead mama, lied on a dead mama, lied on your, I said, lied on a, and sexy red, she done lied. She lied and she cried and she lied and she cried. She said she lied and she cried and she lied and she cried and then she lied and she cried and she lied and she cried because she got blogs all up up her stupid doofy self ass, every press eye. I said no well, I don't give up. Vote for the rip up the duck, Drew. And then she tried to rap double time. Lied on your dead mama. Lied on your Cause she was going crazy. She was definitely going crazy. I feel bad for my Nikki. But yes. and then she even like did a little release of the song that she did decide to come out. So Which is called Bigfoot. She's that's that's the song for Megan the Stallion because mm -hmm. she's the big woman and you she's, know she's, to confirm she's 510 she's a tall woman she bombed uh -huh, nothing uh -huh. wrong and then she came out with the song um uh, and she decided to just kind of go crazy on Megan the Stallion and just kind of i don't know i just feel like she kind of just she low blowed her yeah low blowed she, her yeah she, she low blowed really her. Low her she talked about her her dead mom she talked about um, getting shot in the foot by her ex, but it was due because, you know, the case that Megan had was that she was sexually assaulted. So, you know, there was a case that was already proven that she did get shot, but supposedly, also, yeah, supposedly she to Nicki Minaj, it. she doesn't have it. I still oh. haven't seen a picture of that foot. So please, Megan, if you have a feet finder, please send me the link. I will pay for that. Love um, that. And then that's where it goes back to the title of her song, Bigfoot, and then her mentioning Bigfoot throughout the whole thing. Because again, Megan Thee Stallion is tall. This is where I think Nicki was just, acting so out of emotions and a sense of she feels like it's not okay for anybody to diss her but she's able to create songs like barbie dreams and diss everybody else in the industry and i just feel like nikki honestly took it way too personal where it didn't seem like megan was literally throwing a direct exactly to nikki and the i song, personally honestly, didn't feel like the it the song was kind of like I don't know. It just kind of sounded like me recording my song for a fucking hater that I wanted. Like, Literally. it just, it just kind of, it was very whack. It was a, no, like, yeah, there was effort into putting into the it. But I good. could, yeah, I could put together words and like diss someone, you know? Yeah. But like, Miss, I don't know. It's just like, if you're going to diss someone and you're like a really big, individual like as like a celebrity mm -hmm. i would have done it like 10 20 times bigger exactly. i would have came out with a music video with a lyric video i mean she did come out with an acoustic version she did okay. but the thing is the same way how nikki has released songs like barbie dreams fucking roman empire like all these diss songs she bottled all of that up and put it into a song later on she felt so attacked at that moment that she literally was like you know what no i'm gonna do it right now just because just because she knew that her throne was just going to be dethroned. Off. No, uh, she was literally going to get dethroned. And that's what the thing is, what I feel like Nikki has, that she does not, she, she wants to be, to be the number one. Yeah, and she needs to stop getting, like, offended. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Like, come on. Fucking Megan's 28. She's 40. Yeah. 
Girl, like, it's act like your age. Uh, yeah, it really is like a teacher and a student fighting. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense. But, you know, you guys, I know we kind of did diss Nikki a little bit in here. We were saying that she wasn't in the right. But you got to admit, there really is no proof that Megan was exactly dissing Nikki Minaj. Yeah, and then not only that, like, sh- Megan has been on Good Morning America. Yeah. She's been on radio talk shows after the song came out. Mm-hmm. Not once did she bring up Nikki. Nope. Not once did she bring up anybody. Mm-hmm. Every single time she gets asked, what's the song about? You know, it's kind of just for everyone to stop talking shit about me or to stop even talking about me. Like, just shut the fuck up and worry about your goddamn self. Exactly. And girl, like, Nikki kind of just gave her what she didn't want. And it's like, you just look like a buffoon. She and- really did, honestly. <laughs> and, you know, the real focus is that the song Hiss from Megan Thee Stallion is basically indirect to Drake. And people are not catching up to that. I feel like it's like a whole diss track on the whole last industry. No, it really is. The only reason why it's like very, like, it feels like it's a a whole song about Nikki is because that's the only thing that they grabbed onto because Nikki grabbed onto it. Exactly. And if you really think about it, like, we're not in the public eye like that. We're not celebrities or anything like that. But when I think, talk to like Irma about stuff like this, like, I kind of think like in a celebrity at this point, like, if somebody's talking about me or made a diss track about me or something like that, I'm not going to talk about it. Why? Because I'm not going to put attention to it. Because if I put attention to it, then the tension goes bigger and then bigger and then bigger. And it's kind of just it like, like how you are going to be looking stupid like Nikki. Yeah. So it's kind of just like, chill the fuck out. Let it pass. Like, ignore it. Don't talk about it. We all know that you, your, your man's six feet to me. Thank you to Factor for sponsoring this week's episode. Get started on your resolution with Factor. So you're ready for the new year. Factor is a ready-to-eat meal delivery, takes the stress out of meal planning, and sets you up for success. In the new year. Skip the grocery stores, prep work, and cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your doorstep. Over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, veggie plus, vegan, and more. Plus over 55 weekly add-ons, and you'll have a ton of nutrition and flavorful options to kickstart your New Year's resolutions. Factor now offers loads of snack options like breakfast, smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep me going no matter what the schedule. Skip the overpriced takeout trap. Factor is cheaper and way more delicious than your takeout meals. Get chef-crafted restaurant-quality meals delivered right to your door. They're ready to heat and eat in just two minutes, which means more time for you. Head over to factormeals.com slash LTP50 and use code LTP50 to get 50% off. That's code LTP50 at factormeals.com slash LTP50 to get 50% 50% off. I said 50% off. I Did I? Did I say that? 50% off. 50% off. So go right now. I know you probably hate me. Shoot me in the fucking head, whatever. But we're not going to be able to do one of the week this week. Because Sorry. I still can't drink. And then, of course, I'm getting my procedure done in two days. So we got to stay alcohol free. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm so sorry. But for this week, we are going to have my favorite sparkling water in the whole wide world. 
Topo Chico. I love Topo Chico. Dude, literally, Danny's the one that got me into sparkling water, and I've been so obsessed with it ever since. To tell you that I feel like I go through the case in like a week. Yeah, she not has some issues. I have issues, but it's better than fucking soda, all right? Yeah, that I've is been, true. It is true. I actually haven't had soda in like a fat ass minute. I only had it like once in the past like week, and I've been doing great. But I- maybe your sodium is a little high because this has a lot of sodium. Why does it even have sodium? I don't get it. Sodium is fucking salt, no? I have no idea. But I it's love just carbonation. This Anyways, no, this Topo Chico is good, but the brand that's actually really, really good, I personally prefer it, is the... Oh, which one is it? The fucking... Um, it's the one that comes in the blue bottle. If you Carrier? No. It's a different one. I don't think you've tried it yet. Uh-huh. But I've seen it. I It's at Rouse, but it's a blue bottle, bottle and it has different um, flavors to it. But of course, if you get the like original one, it's just... Yeah, it's always... It's so nice and crisp, man. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. It's so, so good. But other than that, cheers on this. Cheers. If you guys do not have anything to drink, like alcohol-wise, then sober up, queens, because we're going to be sober for a while. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It's the beginning of the year. You shouldn't be drinking anyways. <laughs> That's Anyways, true. but you guys, if you guys don't follow me on social media, I did ask you guys to give us some advice because we are here to be your old and wise. We will give you our advice as a 25-year-old. I will give you my advice. As a 25-year-old woman, she will give you her advice. I'll do my best, all right? Because I'm still living life and I'm still going through it, man. <laughs> and, I mean, and I feel like it's kind of like common knowledge. Like if somebody gives me, asks me for advice, I would just be like, okay, if I put myself in that position, would I do this or that? So it's kind of, you know, it's very logical thinking. That's true. You know? Well, actually, somebody did ask us. I mean, this isn't our deal. Uh, we're like, Avi, been in the room? <laughs> but insecurities as a big girl, how do you overcome it? First, you have to grab your dildo. Uh, you got to suck it real hard and just forget about life, man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's like, that's what I do every night. And I don't remember a thing anymore other than my dildo. I don't need anybody else but myself. And that's it. No, honestly, being an overweight woman, on it's a daily struggle in a sense of like knowing that you're getting judged, knowing that you're getting seen, knowing that like People are just looking at you. And it's more obvious, especially when you're in a group of people. And you're literally the one that's the most overweight. And that's what makes you more self-conscious, which I totally get. Yeah, I still I still struggle with that every fucking day. Some advice that I could give to you, to be honest, is fuck the world. Literally, fuck everybody else. And just do and feel... What makes you feel better when you're out and about? It may sound stupid. It does sound stupid. But you just have to kind of like doll yourself up and wear what you like to wear. Wear your favorite clothes. Wear your favorite shoes. Wear whatever you want to wear and do to your face or do with your hair or whatever. And if you feel batty and you feel bomb, keep that energy going because at the end of the day, that's going to help you overcome being like your being the outcast of the fat person of the group or the fat friend or anything of that sort because at the end of the day that's not going to matter because what's going to matter is you presenting yourself that you're confident and you know that you're the bad bitch so i mean i guess there's not really a way of overcoming it but just loving yourself and just knowing who you are as a person is what matters because at the end of the day you're your own judgment and 
literally you're not going to be wanting to listen to anybody else on their advice of like what's going to look better on you what's going to look this and this yeah it makes sense because there is certain things that you know it may look better and you just don't know it but i mean at the end of the day you just have to learn to love yourself and not give a fuck about what others are gonna fucking say to be honest because it's it's hard especially when like for me example going to the gym i get anxious going to the gym because i know that I'm going to be getting these stares from people like, oh my God, like this bad bitch. Like she ain't going to be here for more than a week. Like the fuck. And you know what? They may be right. I may have not been there for more than a week, but at least I know when I go to the gym, I have a purpose for myself. Not for anybody else, you know? Well, another question. I mean, I'm not a girl, so, uh, so I can't answer that. But I feel like, you know, a lot of, how can I say this? Like, I just want y'all to know that you shouldn't worry about anybody else. I, I have a question. I have actually uh, an advice in here that I'm going to answer a little bit later that is towards me. But another one that I did uh, get was dealing with social anxiety. This is by Valerie Aranis. I hope I said your name right. And if I didn't, suck my ass. <laughs> but um, what can you do with social anxiety? I definitely, I feel like we both really yeah. deal with social anxiety a Horrible. lot. But... <laughs> The last couple of times that I felt like something didn't go right or if somebody's looking at me or if I look a certain way or if I sounded a certain way or if I get upset so easily, I feel like I've been really good at telling Irma like, hey, Irma, can you please tell me if I'm being this type of person or can you please tell me straight the fuck up if I'm doing something wrong? Because yeah. I don't want to be Delulu over here and be like, oh my God, I was the nicest person ever. <laughs> and then they were like, did this bitch just eat me up? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I never want to be preceded as that. And it's a little difficult for both of us, I feel like, yeah. because, you know, Irma tries to understand me and she's like, you know what? Yeah, it is annoying. But then later on, she'll be like, oh no, it's, it's not annoying. And then she'll be like, you know what? It really isn't annoying, Danny. Like, you kind of just have to sit back and remember that nobody's out to get you. You don't look this certain way. You yeah. don't do anything. It's all just in your mind. Mm -hmm. It really is just all in your mind. It, yeah. it, if you talk too much to yourself or you ask yourself too many questions... You're already overthinking that. You're already overthinking <laughs> You're already it. overthinking that. Always. And when you <gasps> go out, I feel like one quote that I live by a lot is that I'll never see these people ever again. Mm -hmm. If the universe is meant for these people to be in your life for a very long time, the universe will find a way to make them part of your life for a very long time. But other than that, you'll never see anybody ever again. Like that person, like I just went to the grocery store. I probably saw like five, six different people. Yeah. And tomorrow I probably won't see them again. Exactly. The next day I probably won't see them again. Yeah. Like you just don't worry about it. I Let's say you go to somewhere that's consistent. Exactly. Like that's what I was about to say. Like it's so hard doing that, especially when you go consistently to like the store. Like for example, today I fucking go to the store or whatever and it's the same cashier guy, this dude or whatever. He's all young and jovencito and he was like, hi, how are you? Whatever, whatever. And I'm good. And then I drop my fucking phone and then here I and like, Mind you, I was fucking faded as fuck. So I was just like in my own world. Doo -doo -doo. And I was like having the tape on the foot because I got tape and like I got the case of sparkling waters. And I was all trying to scan that. And then I started getting anxious because that shit wasn't working. And then I kept on pressing the X button instead of the 
um enter button so i could write it as credit like it was just so bad because i was like oh my god like, i just who like is just like in those moments uh, you really much just panicked yeah i really no do reason. yeah when nobody's paying attention to you you're you're in your own world but the thing is, I you, know. You, you feel rushed you feel like you're yeah. dumb or you feel like you're 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 not prepared yeah. but and realistically, there's you if you're you're if you're already thinking so much about like oh my god I dropped my phone I dropped this I take a chill pill yeah let's relax because there's no time limit to anything yeah. you just kind of have to st- all the time you do anything when you leave the house when you're about to meet a new person when you're about to do anything take a step back take a breather and be like okay I'm okay. It's not that hard. It's not a big deal, bad. No, it really isn't. It. it really isn't. You and know? that's what I mean by like social anxiety could get to you at any, any fucking moment. Because yeah. after when I got in the car, I was like, damn, bitch, I really panicked for nothing. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me, bitch? Like, I need to fucking chill the fuck out. Yeah. Hit that shit real quick. All the- uh, <laughs> but it's so fucking horrible, man. But, you know, it's going to be a daily struggle if you let it be a daily struggle. And that's when you have to remind yourself again that as Denny quoted, you're never going to see these people again. And even if you do see these people again, at the end of the day, they're minding their own business and you're minding your own business. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the guy that was at the cashier that saw you drop the phone, he's just probably like, oh my God, I hope she's okay. Yeah, literally. Simple she didn't fucking be like, oh my God, that bitch's hair is so fucking ugly, stupid fucking idiot. Didn't know how to fucking pick up her phone. Like, no, Miss Girl, like she did not like yeah. think that. You yeah, know what I mean? that's 100% what a person wouldn't think. I mean, you never know. Some you people are fucking know. crazy you and they judge some you. Some people are uh. fucking cunts, honestly. Because, I mean, even when you know that you're not that type of person or you know that you're not going to be judging someone like that, you know that there's people like that because yeah. depending on who you hang out with. You just don't know what other people are thinking. Yeah. It's just kind of like you also have to remember. You don't know what people are thinking. Mm-hmm. So just leave it at that. Don't think about them. <laughs> don't bother them. Just yeah, don't, just don't give bother a anybody. Just bother to yourself. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, if it doesn't affect you, like go off, Queen. You know Period. what I mean? But another one that I did get was how to better a mother and daughter relationship. Thank you, Diana Perez. Thank you, Diana. So I would say, of course, it's obviously me, unless you want to come out as good enough. No, I, I mean, I feel like I, I can I can talk a little bit briefly because my sister and my mom don't have like the best relationship. That's true. But um, I mean, but you go off. So far, honestly, okay, I'm going to say this. Childhood. I grew up with my mom so close to her i would bake with her i would cook with her like i had such a bond with my mom until of course my other sister came in and you know i was the chiquiada i was the little princess of the house so to get my throne taken away Uh it felt like i was just taken away like my attention was just not on me no more and so i feel like that kind of like bumped heads a little bit with my sister and with my mom in a sense of like mom I want the attention like what is going on and I feel like that's what just caused everything to kind of like crumble down a little bit because that now even from then the relationship between my siblings kind of went downhill now that I'm getting older and realizing the type of relationship that I do want with my mom it's hitting hard especially the older that they get it's unfortunate and it's sad, but realistically, the moment that you realize that you need to make that bond is when they get older. Mm-hmm. And that's the sad part about it, but it's true. And that's just how I processed it. And, you know, there's still time for me to make this up and stuff. But 
I feel like I still struggle in a sense of trying to create that bond because I could have my moments of, okay, like I'm trying to do my thing, but then my mom is asking for help for something else. And usually I'm not going to put her on the spot, but usually it's stuff that she already knows what to do, but she purposely asked me because she wants to just talk to me and I get it. And I have been having more conversations with her, which, you know, I will admit it's going great and I fucking love it. And I know that she's been loving it. But my tip to you, to be honest, is to just feel comfortable and to be able to whatever, basically whatever drama that you're going through or whatever connection that feels weird or awkward, you just have to push that boundary, to be honest. It felt so weird for me to even say I love you, mom, or I love you, dad, for so fucking long. But the more that you repeat that shit, the more natural it comes out. So it's just pushing your own boundaries of awkwardness or of that connection that you don't really have to be able to push through your parents or to even your mom to get close and to build that relationship to be honest so you know you know i i feel like that's good that you're trying to push boundaries a lot and you're trying to like show that love and affection with your mom because that's a huge goal that you wanted to achieve this year Mm -hmm. you know the one thing that i wish that my sister would have with my mom is that bond but right now they're having such a really rocky relationship because they're both on defense mode all the goddamn time and i don't know if it was like trauma or you know they just never got into that bond or something because i'm not i was not in their relationship you know it's it's completely different from a mother and son relationship to Mm -hmm. a daughter and mother relationship but what i can say right now is that they're having a really difficult time trying to get along and i feel like me as uh like a brother i haven't put my sister in her place and be like hey you got to respect your mother no matter what she does because she's your mother. And then not only that, I feel like there is a boundary where to respect your mom unless she doesn't disrespect you. But I feel like no matter what, you should always be respectful to your mom. Like no matter, let's say today she came out of work and she's like, pick up your shoes. Like, just randomly, like yeah. it, she's a human. Yeah, she's upset. She fussed the other. She got yeah. out of work. Yeah. Like she's frustrated as well as you are. Yeah, like you just kind of have to be like, okay, like why is my mom upset? You have to be there as a daughter, mom. What's wrong? Why did you yell at me like that? Why did you talk to me like that? Mm-hmm. Vice versa. If my sister is the one that's trying to clock my mom or trying to be disrespectful towards my mom, my mom has to clock her too. Yeah. You know, and I feel like they they are both so scared of each other that they just don't want to have that confrontation. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I really want to tell my sister, like, girl, you're running out of time. Like, And I'm not yeah. saying my mom's going to die forever. No. Die soon. But, you know... I've learned that family is very valuable and I finally learned that life is very precious. So take advantage of it. And I, like you said earlier, if your mom tells you like, oh, necesitas ayuda con algo repeatedly, it's because she's trying to build that bond with you mm-hmm. or try to even have a conversation with you. Yeah. And it and that's great. You know, parents are trying to find ways to communicate with their yeah. children. Just think about it every single time that your parent was like, oh, like if I said oh, mom, I need this. And be like, oh, espérate, I'm working. Yeah. And that's what we're doing to our parents. That's not cool. That's yeah. not cool. I, I, I generally don't think that's cool because yeah. our parents, especially m- like my parents, well, I know your parents as well because yeah. they worked really hard and they were immigrants as well. Yeah. Um. So we, they really worked really fucking hard to have us here. You yeah. wouldn't be here if they weren't here. Exactly. I wouldn't be here if they were being here. And I always say, what if I lived in Mexico? Oh, 
I would have probably been poor. Yeah. Literally. I would have probably lived it still with my grandparents. I would have, you know, uno nunca sabe what it was the the environment over there in Mexico, but that's yeah. 90% that's the cases in Mexico. That's why they left. They wanted to have a better life. So I just feel like if you are having issues mother to the daughter, daughter to mother, well, this double chica, eh? <laughs> just please... It's always about love and respect. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's not a stranger that you're talking to. It's your mother. It's your blood. You, yeah. You should have some type of com comfortability. Mm. To, oh, my God. These guys. These guys. Guys. Man, we chose the wrong thing today. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, that's 100% what it should take to try to build a relationship with your mom. And the thing that sucks is sometimes moms could just moms just don't want to budge they just got so stuck in this trauma and sometimes mothers don't know that therapy exists mothers don't know that there's trauma that you need to heal and that's why it's hard for them to get out of that but that's where you come along to help them out and basically rediscover themselves if yeah. that makes sense and tell them it's okay yeah tell them it's remember okay. just as much as you're learning they're learning exactly every single day they probably just hit their 40s and they're mm -hmm. learning how to be in their 40s yeah just like how i'm 25 and i'm learning how to be in my 25s yeah. every single day we're learning until we get wise and old exactly you know? and just appreciate those little moments no matter what the moments are if it's just little small conversation no matter what it is Take advantage of that because yep. you never know. You're going to miss that. You're just going to miss that. Now, <laughs> I just had surgery and we are all pro-surgery here. <laughs> so, Follows Eddie asked, should I get a BBL? <gasps> and Ooh. they really said, is it part of a trend? <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. Okay, let's talk a little bit about this because <laughs> I feel like BBLs have definitely been a trend and they're going away slowly yeah. even the Kardashians are like BBLing yes, you know um, but if you want to get a BBL or if you want to get any type of cosmetic surgery because you have some type of insecurity go on do you boo shit just do your research uh, <laughs> no, it really is that do your research to the max because you have to be aware of what you're going under. A BBL is a huge toll it's on the, your body. It's the second uh, cause death. Yeah, no, I mean, most dangerous uh, surgery. Yes, second most dangerous surgery. So in this case, yes, it was a trend and everybody was going for it, but nobody was doing their research of how yeah, yeah. risky this surgery could be. You're going to look like a bomb bitch, but also do it for yourself. This was a not a quote, but of reference from Noche de Pendejadas from Alan's and Louis' episode, they kind of made a good point in a sense of make sure you do it for yourself and also make sure that you do it once your body is fully developed. Mm. Because at the end of the day, your body isn't fully developed until like you're probably 25, to be yeah. honest, with everything. So who knows like how you're going to feel by then or if you really didn't want to do it and what if your ass actually did grow fat whenever you're like when you get older and stuff you know but it just goes back to doing whatever makes you happy and some people say that it doesn't cure insecurities but that's when you have to know if you're mentally ready for that yeah like that's for example my nose was my biggest insecurity in mm -hmm. the world now it's not what insecurity do i have now that i'm not fit but 
I mean, at the end of the day, once I get fit, I feel like there's just going to be more insecurities that I'll mm -hmm. start finding. So at the end of the day, being insecure is not necessarily a bad thing. Like there's always going to be something that we hate about our bodies. But one thing that I can say is like, yeah, we have insecurities. Yeah, there's certain things that we don't like about our bodies, but be kind to yourself. Yeah. Be kind to your body. You only have one body, one soul, one mind, one heart, and it's yours. Mm -hmm. So please be kind. Make sure you wake up every single day and tell yourself that you love yourself, that you love everything about you, no matter if you're big small black orange purple i don't care like being in love with yourself is such a different type of love and i feel like with my nose i finally found it like i love myself so much right now like you guys have no idea how much love i have for myself every morning that i wake up i'm just so blessed yes. that i have I, that i was i had the opportunity to do something that i was super insecure about yes. so that's just my advice to you if you want to get surgery make sure you are mentally prepared you love yourself enough to be able to go on with that go just change your body because you know that you want to you know yeah. don't don't do it because people are telling you or you look a certain way to people like it's not about people it's about you yeah it's Period. about you i couldn't have said it any better so let's get a little juicy up in here because <laughs> i want to talk about sex i love that topic okay so i caught i feel like we talked about this last time and i feel like this is good this oh, is good okay okay i caught my man watching corn <laughs> ah, and i very much don't like that and he knows I don't know if I should say her name. No. Because, no. Okay, okay, yeah. I won't say her name. Mm. Okay. Thank you, Jennifer. Ah! <laughs> hey, Jenny! <laughs> um, you don't know which one, though. <laughs> but um, I am going to tell you this. Uh, I don't know. I feel like... You can't tell me what to do. Uh, your life. I don't know. It's just kind of like it's masturbation. Like at the end of the day, like there's some release that needs to be like, let's say, for example, like I, your woman or your man don't want to fuck for like five days. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, I really want to fuck. Like, shit, I'm a fucking jack off or finger myself. I don't give a fuck. Like, I need a release as, as a nature. Okay. Nature. Like as a it. man. He needs to relieve himself. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like, yeah, I can jack off without watching porn. But, you know, some men might need a little bit of a booster. And but it doesn't mean that he doesn't love you. I feel like, do you think that? So, I get it in the sense of men are pigs. Men are going to do whatever they want to jerk off and all that sense. But where it's misconcepted for me is the respect that the man knows that she doesn't like it. Oh, yeah, for sure. For that's sure. where it's fucked up. And that's where we'll, we'll cross the line. If your boo was like, hey, babe, like, you know, like, I really need to jerk off. Like, I know you don't want me watching porn. But, but can, can I touch I, your ass? Can I, or can yeah. I Exactly. Can I touch your boob? Can I like? Can you finger yourself? So like, ah, no, not like, finger yourself. No, Maybe the man can literally be like this, like, yes, like, do like titty jump for yeah. me, like, or just like literally go, ah, literally, bitch, so easily. So that's where I feel like men don't think logically and yeah, don't, they don't, they don't have realize then they don't have respect for you i'm sorry jennifer <laughs> I don't. like i get it men are men and they're gonna watch porn but if he knows that you don't like it that he watches it then shit there's other ways man magazines yeah, ah, it's the same yeah, shit no, no it's the same shit no because you could be jacking off to jennifer aniston <laughs> Bitch, you know she, she's fully clothed. Bitch, if anything, <laughs> give him a fucking page of just your nudes, babes. If you're really gonna have an issue of men 
going on porn to jack off? Make a whole porn album of you. That's good for Valentine's Day. That is a great Valentine's gift, not gonna lie. Yeah, so yeah. whoever wants to be my boo, you're lucky. Uh, <laughs> now the topic about sex is still spicy, babe. <laughs> and somebody said, I'm married, but I think about somebody else while we have sex. What do I do? Ooh, you Divorce, take that babe. Divorce. You think about that, because I don't know. Divorce. Divorce. I don't know. I just feel like that's a little weird. Like, if you guys are married and it's, like, true love and then you're thinking about somebody else, I understand when it's, like, a fantasy. Like, when you say, like, oh, I want, like, um... I want, um, like, Adam David Levine. Bowie to fuck me. Yeah, or something like that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, like, a somebody that you can't have. Right. It's understandable. But, but if, if it's someone if that... somebody you know, like, imagine it's all his brother. Yeah. Ah! find out but not only that it's like thinking about it like then that's not true love babe i'm sorry you're not even making love you're you're kind of just a pig ah. well, uh, no but why though because like is he not oh doing, yeah maybe maybe is he know. not doing good in bed is he like doing something that's not okay like what what's the 411 because like i i feel like i need a little bit more detail in this case just because it's kind of weird. There's many ways that this could go about. But at the end of the day, I don't think you should be thinking about someone else while fucking somebody, especially if you love them. I've never been in a relationship and I've never really made love. So, I mean, but I feel like it's pretty logical that you shouldn't really be thinking about somebody else. Yeah, stop being nasty. Dirty girl. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, we're going to get to the long ones now. These are last of the couple ones. Mm-hmm. And um, these are a little bit of a story time. So, let's get to it. I was really good friends with my cousin growing up, but her mom always had a problem with mine. We never let that become an issue, and I thought eventually the beef would cool down over the years. However, it didn't. Although I wish things were different, I just feel like she will always look out for her mom like I would with my mom. Some recent issues, her and her sisters got involved, and so it hurt me. I am ready to delete them off social media. But sometimes I hold off because of the memories. What do I do? Girl, okay. Personally, I... This is what I gotta say. If you know that you and your primas don't have beef like that, I would say just talk to your primas uh, like all together just by yourselves figure out what the fuck is going on with your moms like not in a bad sense of like hey like what's going on between our moms like what the fuck is this because we're good we don't got no problem but this is going on we need to get to the root of this because at the end of the day if you guys want to have a great relationship with your primas you kind of have to fix your relationship with your fucking tia and your mom because at the end of the day that's what they they control who, they control you if you guys are able to hang out together. Unless, I mean, unless you guys are adults. Exactly. Unless you guys are adults and you guys do your own thing. But it's, it's hard getting cutting off cousins like that, especially if you were really close to them. I don't know. I've cut off all my family. Uh, so uh, for me, it's fucking easy. Done. At the end of the day, if they, had, if they made you feel bad about something and they kind of didn't think like, oh, that's my cousin. Like, that's my best friend. Like, we grew up together. Like, and they were like, okay, like my mom, like, I understand where it's like, choose your mom, choose your family, all of that. Yes, there's that extent. But I I also understand where it's like, okay, besides our moms, like, 
we have nothing we have nothing between each other so why should we have like right now i feel like i'm coming to a realization where it's like my family had their their own pleitos but my cousins weren't their fault but at the end of the day it's kind of just like was it their fault and i still don't know it was it their fault so it's just kind of like have a communication with them yeah side. take them like to lunch or brunch and tell them hey what's up like i don't give a fuck about my mom's beef or anything i just don't want to have any type of disrespect towards you and me like i love you but i feel like that's the only thing that you could really much do yeah that's 100 percent very very true of what you should do especially if you really want to create that bond and continue on with that bond with your cousins oh girl i feel like once you actually fix that situation i feel like the bond is probably gonna even get better yeah that, for sure to be for sure, sure. for uh-huh. sure but another question that i got was what would you guys do if you had a friend who constantly flakes on all events because they can't afford it if you can't go that's okay i understand but we're getting irritating of her for always saying yes i'm down then last minute she flakes and what's more annoying is reserving a hotel slash airbnb to accommodate the group and then last minute they flake yikes oh honestly call that bitch out yeah i understand where like if i was broke and i kind of just want to be in part of like the plans where you know you don't want to say no to your friends like you really want to be friends with them but you don't have money and that's also not my fault that i don't have money like i work hard and i might have my bills and stuff like that but i just i really want to be friends with y'all but y'all want to go out with like into so many expensive places yes. like let's go to a park where it's free yeah like if you invite them to the park and it's like oh we're gonna have a cute picnic and they say yes and then they flake on you that's then like, at the girl. end of the day i feel like you guys kind of just need to cut her off and yeah. let her know at that moment and be like hey like we're I, trying I, to make these plans with you we're trying to hang out with you but and you're disrespecting me yeah. and you're disrespecting me by by disrespecting my time yeah like you're wasting my time wasting my energy and then not only that she said that you guys were accommodating to their hotel and like their, oh, their airbnb she ended up flaking like that bitch owes you money that's a that's a gasto that's yeah, a huge she owes you mo- i feel like that girl that flake owes you money yeah. i feel like there's the last time that i saw on tiktok was um how like these homies like they were all guys uh-huh. <laughs> and they were like oh well if we're gonna hang out together everyone has to pay a 20 dollar deposit if you end up flaking we keep it ah, bitch. We start doing that shit. Ah. no dude because it's true these I people mean, are like they think that time energy and effort that's is true. not like like a lot like at the end of the day we all have lives we all have our jobs we all have energy that and i could put we, into and if we're all friends and we all really want to reconnect and not reconnect but we want to catch out. up yeah. and hang out then you should be able to want to come. And even if it's, and if you really had an issue with the payments and you keep flaking because it's too expensive. Then be honest. Be honest. Tell them like, hey, I can't do this. And if you really do have an issue and they're not, and if your friends are literally being like, oh, well, that's how we're going to hang out. Then they're not really your friends because they're not going to try to accommodate of going through the free stuff. So it could go two ways. It's either your friends are being too much of like, no, we want to do this expensive, fun stuff. No, we're not going to do that cheap shit. Then the friend's the problem. But if the friend is being even like annoying when it's the cheap shit, then they're the fucking problem. Yeah, I feel like you guys just kind of have to have like a Good serious talk. conversation and be like, hey, what's like, the issue? Wh- what's the issue? I've invited you to five different places and you're still flaking on me. And not only that, you're wasting my time and my energy. 
Oh, like, we have a problem, bitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Starts fights? No, don't start fights. We don't like that. Uh. Okay. So, let's move on to the next one. Oh, this was the one that I wanted to come back to. Oh. So, this one is actually directed to me, little oh. hater readers. I'm just kidding. You claim you don't care about what anybody has to say about you and whatnot. Sometimes you even po- make post stories TikToks responding to these people, sometimes even laughing, etc. If you truly didn't care, why the need to give them all the energy? <clears throat> I feel like you understand me when it comes to social media. When yes. I put anybody online when they're giving me hate comments, it's very much like attention. And like I'm trying to seek attention, girl. Yeah. <laughs> like I know it's bad comments. Like I know like this person doesn't like <laughs> They don't stoop to my level, babe. Like it's trolling. No soy, no soy, no soy creído or anything like that. But it's just you're just trolling at this point. You're just you. So you want a fun. reaction. So you want a reaction. I'm gonna give it to you. And yeah. at the end of the day, if I give you that reaction, I get attention and I get more publicity out yeah. of it. And at the end of the day, it's just another hate comment. Like, and you're, I'm not gonna lie. Literally, social media is a whole game you're literally playing a game with these haters if you know how to play the game to get as he said to get the views to get the publicity out then bitch you're gonna continue playing these games and it's different when you respond like with hate if you respond with hate with hate of course you're gonna take it very personal but if you're responding with kindness and just like or stupidity stupidity you're really not taking it serious and too hard because at the end of the day you know that you're not that you're not gonna take it to heart. Like, you're just making sure that they look stupid and they realize what they're putting on there. But you know, if people wanna look stupid and people wanna act stupid and shit, do them. Keep them fucking comments going because I'm gonna respond because at the end of the day, that is what they want. They want a response because they're not getting responses with, I guess, nice comments or I don't know what the fuck they want, but I don't know, man. One thing that I will tell you guys is I obviously get paid off of mostly everything on social media, like on TikTok, on YouTube, on Instagram. Like, I'm I'm so happy that I have a partner that was able to share his knowledge with me to be able to get out of T-Mobile and survive off of uh, social media. And one thing that I love doing is putting these bitches on that are hateful because literally I just <laughs> made a, a, a video on TikTok that's over a minute long talking about this hater bitch. And not only that, educating you guys about my nose and i made 300 off of that Period. like you would put the time and energy over on a hater if they're gonna give you money honey yeah literally that's all you gotta do all the haters have to do is just comment we're not asking that we want more hate comments i'm just saying that if you haters are wanting to continue commenting you're just paying like you're not more. yeah and you're not giving us <laughs> Like, you're not hurting me. I'm not dead. Yeah. Like, if we were really hurt, we'd be responding to every single I mean, sometimes hate like, comment. I, I have do, a problem. I do comment, but, I do comment, but it's just sometimes... I, I The last time I got a, a comment where they were like, as a content creator, you shouldn't be disrespectful. Oh, yeah, that, that was like, stupid. And I was like, bitch, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck if I'm a content creator or not. I'm going to defend my honor. Like, I am my own prince, girl. Like, I don't need somebody to bash my name for no fucking reason when you don't know me you don't know who i am you don't know where i live you don't run my job you don't run my mouth like shut the fuck up i have the right to defend myself and that's on period anyways let's go on to the very last advice and i saved the best for last me huh I've been in an on and off relationship for two and a half years this person has always had 
Bad trust issues. The last time he broke up with me, we went no contact for three months. He reached out to me on my birthday and we've been talking and hanging out for five months now. I found out that he added one of his cousin's friend after we broke up. And when I asked him about it, he made it seem like only two messages were exchanged. And I left it at that. One night, he invited me out with his cousins for the first time since we broke up. I've rekindled my friendship with them and I thought things would be good from on out. But we ended up meeting up with one of his cousin's girlfriends at the brewery. And there was a girl he added after me and him broke up. And she excitedly waved him high and he did too. I got upset and he told me don't start. Made me feel like there was more than two message conversations. Was I wrong for tripping and getting mad? I feel like you're not tripping or anything. I, I feel like I understand if you guys were in a, in a break but mm-hmm. I feel like if you guys were in a break for so long like he could do whatever he wants. Like if you guys were broken up for that long and then you guys just decided to to rekindle, rekindle and, and stuff like yeah. you shouldn't worry about what happened during those those that break but I definitely understand you where he's also still hanging out with the same person so you should definitely have a conversation with him and be like hey like what happened like i'm not gonna get mad like i I just want to know what the type of relationship or conversations you guys would have because the way that you guys introduced each other just seemed a little off and yes it may be i mean yeah that's just off to be honest yeah i just yeah no for sure and just just have that ask him and ask him in a very non-defensive way just be like hey like i don't care that you whatever you did in those three months like that's beyond us we're Mm -hmm. together now but you know there was someone that you added on snapchat a couple days ago and you keep saying that it's two messages i'm trying to believe you but Uh, it's hard it's hard so if there's any proof or can i talk to the girl like i just i just don't feel comfortable around this girl and he should very much respect you now if he's becoming defensive and he's just going off on you he doesn't even want to have a conversation with you shoot him in the head no bitch like for real if he's literally went overboard for just that small, genuine question that you asked that should have been a civil conversation within a relationship, babes, I think that should already be a red flag for you of that he's still... I wouldn't say that he's playing games during you guys are rekindling and like going back together, but it's just... I don't want to put stuff in your head. I just really don't want to put stuff in your head and it sucks to not think that, but it's the truth. You just kind of have to think about all of the possibilities. You really do have to think about all of the possibilities because you have to prepare yourself mentally. Mm -hmm. If you were able to go without him for three months, then I think you're strong enough to go on without him and move on to somebody better that's going to treat you better and be more honest with you. That's the advice. That's our advice for the month. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Now, before we get going, I do want to announce something soon we are gonna start season three and season three is gonna be epic i have been working really hard to start our podcast like like journey where it's very serious irma still hasn't seen the design or anything like that because i just kind of want her to be surprised because i know it's something that we both love Mm -hmm. and being able to surprise your friend with something that we both created is just it's just better to do it that way trust me like irma has always been like danny you have the green light to do everything you know what i like and Mm -hmm. i know what you like so just do it yeah and honestly i'm so excited do you want to see it now just for live reaction wait really yeah Okay, hold on. Oh, okay. I can't. Wait, already. stop. I'm scared. Ready, mm-hmm. set, go. 
and I can't wait to show you the intro. Wait, you guys, I'm literally gagging right now because it looks so good. I'm... So I love it so motherfucking much. So be expecting season three to come out very soon. I'm still yeah. haven't gotten the details just yet because everything is kind of just on a day on day basis. Like I promise you this logo, I've just been working on it for a whole last week. Every single day has been a revision. So it's just been so difficult with time crunches. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm also doing some other stuff on the side where it's just a lot, girl. There's it's just a lot. lot. Going on, okay? It's just a lot. So I hope you guys are excited for season three as much as we yeah, are. Dude, we still don't have like a good time frame yet, but once we do, we will for sure let you guys know. You know, damn well, you all will be the first to know. But before we get leave here, let me give you guys a positive affirmation. This is pretty much from for this episode because I feel like we talked a lot about social anxiety and a lot about overcoming mm -hmm. like your insecurities and stuff like that so remember every single time you look in the mirror you say you is kind you is smart and you is important oh i love that quote so much I love, love I love that because it always reminds me of you telling that to sophia all the time yeah it's dude, so fucking i just feel like cute. we just need to start loving this is 2024 we need to start loving ourselves loving mm -hmm. our bodies yes 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 but with that being said you guys don't forget to follow us at all of our social medias at call me danny at xo and don't forget to comment down below what's your favorite part come back up click that like button and the subscribe button right now y los miramos para la otra bye, bye.